Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've been the good fortune to be joined by Arjun Sen, a former Fortune 500 executive. At Papa John's, he led the 3,000 restaurant chain to four years of record growth. He is a celebrated author of the book, Customer Karma, and a highly sought after keynote speaker. His groundbreaking podcast series, Secrets to Win Big, has a rapidly growing global following. Full disclosure, I was just on the show. As founder and CEO of Zen Mango, Arjun Sen takes brands big and small on the path to win big. Um, I thought this was absolutely incredible. Blaine Hurst, former president and CEO of Panera Bread, calls you one of the most marketing intelligent minds in business today and says you are the go-to guy who makes things happen in the business world. Arjun, thanks so much for joining us. Totally a pleasure and thank you. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. Um, talk a little bit about your role at Papa John's and how you were able to help such a large chain have record growth. So to me, I think, you know, we, as we were growing, we always acted small. John Schnotter, the founder, started this from day one and having a founder like that who always cared about making pizza. If he was in this conversation, he would have right now taken a dough and made your favorite pizza by now. He would have started. And I'll just give a specific example was we all realized that 40, it took 45 minutes to get a pizza on a Friday or a Saturday. And the other two brands took the same data. One was making, going for an 800 number to make a 10% better, still 41 minutes. The other one was hiring some country music star for better on hold. For us, we went to a board meeting with those hand-drawn slides. I took drove a picture of a tiny human being and a big guy and said, this is what it feels like to be on hold. And that visual put us on the path to win big. Because then we realized that no business can sustain where the customer feels tiny. And that got us into online ordering, which is today, they still, Papa John's wins. And it's a billion dollars a year revenue for them. And that was the spirit for us. We acted small with a passion and dreamt big. Acted small with a passion. I love that. What inspired you to write the book, Customer Karma? Uh, so to me, I think I just have been having this disconnect between what we do in life and what we do in business. Like think for a second, if you and I were best friends and you heard that Arjun, who is single, I'm not, I'm very happily married, but 
has this new dating plan. If anybody goes out with me this weekend, I am paying half a Uber fee and buying drinks or beverage up to $5. Okay? Interventions required. Okay? Then if you go a step beyond, Arjun has this amazing punch card. If any person is, chooses to go out with me, I give her a punch card. Five punches, carnations, 10 punches. Like, do you think that this this a way to start a relationship? I think that is a hilarious analogy, and I think you are absolutely right. But it, I am I am also not single. But I am, yeah. I I, I don't think that would go over very well. Yeah. Your wife or my wife, we are yes. both fortunate in life. They would not even look at us once. Like we are dead meat, and that's the whole reason. Is customer karma is a concept. Karma is a concept. My grandma gave me is all about doing the right thing. To me, I'm honored to be here. Okay? All I need to do is put my best efforts to answer your questions. That's it. And that's the part where at any point, that's the whole concept of karma and results happen, but get to know. And the second part there of customer karma is we connect everything to human beings, which means we are all in the feeling industry. And for that, we have eight words that we live by, which is be human, think human, feel human, and then act human. Because that resonates and connects to long-term connections. Absolutely. Now, after, I mean, leading four years of record growth at Papa John's, what prompted you to start Zen Mango? Why go out on your own? Why not either keep going at Papa John's or, you know, transition to an even higher level C-suite role at another Fortune 500 company? This part will feel like I'm in an AA meeting, okay? So day after 9-11, I realized I was failing in the biggest area of life with my daughter. I didn't know her. And I was a corporate workaholic who didn't know how to balance. I just felt if I can't do two things right, let me do one right. I quit cold turkey just to be a dad first. Okay? Today, my baby is 26 years old, very blessed. And consulting was, let's fill my time to do something to pay the bills. And that's the way it started and had no regrets. But that's the honest answer, my friend. I, I mean, that's the best answer. I, I think that's incredible that you realized that and did not want to continue down that path and reestablish that that family time and that work-life balance. Talk a little bit about uh, your relationship with Panera Bread. So to me, I think, you know, with Panera, it's more not just Panera, it's Blaine Hurst. So to me, I have been following Blaine Hurst. So I worked with him when he was chief information officer at Boston Market. As a marketing guy, I was fascinated by how this guy thinks. 1994, Blaine calls me to his office one day and shows me the first ever touchpad. And he says, here's a challenge. It's a picture of a restaurant and it's a game which says what all things are wrong. Napkin holder was empty. There was a trash on the floor. Customer was waiting, one light bulb. So this guy was ahead of his time and I loved it. And once we rolled that out so far ahead, like every employee was competing to get the better time. That's what Blaine Hurst was. So when he invited me to go and work at Papa John's and since then I have been connected with him all through was unique human being working from him all these years. He never told me what to do, never, ever. Always had a smirk. When I told, asked him, so Blaine, what do you want? What do you think I should do? He would say, why do I need you then? 
And so to me, it was more of a personal relationship that I worked with with brands. And that's what my consulting is all about is I call myself a brand whisperer because it's individuals who make an impact. And if I can make a little difference, that's a huge promise. Absolutely. So talk about how that consulting program works, because you don't just work with Fortune 500 companies. Tell us a little bit about how that got, who is your ideal client at Zen Mango and how, what, what problem are they coming to you to solve? So to me, with any brand, we just promise them to put them on the path to win big. Okay. Win big to me is, again, go back to Papa John's day, somebody who aspires to win big. Okay. It's the little kid, like Tiger Woods, when he was three years old, he wanted to be a champion. Those are dangerous people. You cannot compete with them. Okay. So those are the brands, and we have worked with brands like Walgreens to you know an emerging restaurant brand to Tiger Woods Inc. But in every case, what I found is there are three steps to winning big. Step one, see beyond. Most of us don't see what others don't. Okay? Like as you have built your podcast, you have seen what others don't. You find purpose to every podcast, which is brilliant. Like that itself gives you an unfair advantage. Just like on a marathon, you start on mile six because of your perspective. The second is, when you find a pain point, instead of finding a solution, solution is a check mark. Go to the feeling. Otherwise, it just becomes, boss, I have done this. It doesn't work. But the third part is the coolest part. Okay? Most of us get an idea and run with it. But I feel it's all about making the idea bigger. So if you hired me, Seth, let's say $100 a month, bring a new idea. After three months, I'll give up. I can't find new ideas. But think, you and I can go to any business, I dare you, any business. If you and I listen, see beyond, connect to a feeling, we can make the idea bigger. And idea, bigger ideas exponentially change the, that's what we do, whether it's finding a story for a local school brand, for enrollment went from 74 to 96, or a new tagline, it all starts in this whole journey. That makes a lot of sense. How did you get started in corporate America? Oh, another one of those unique stories came from India, was doing my MBA at Brigham Young University. Pizza Hut came to corporate interviews. And I just didn't have an idea. In India, there's no chains. I thought it's a local pizza place. Okay. I went to Pizza Hut interview just to get a pink T-shirt, I remember. And I even jumped high, a 5'7 guy jumping high to catch the T-shirt. And I got that. And then they wanted a resume. And my first resume, those days, Bo Jackson was playing two sports. I sent the one pager, which clearly says, Arjun does this, Arjun does this, Arjun does this. Can Bo do this? Bo knows deadly, hire Arjun. I sent the resume to two places, Pizza Hut and another company, you know, let's say something obscenely large. Those other guys never called me back. And later on, when I followed, they said, Arjun, we just moved from white shirts to vertical stripes. You're 200 years ahead. So Pizza Hut got the resume I got in, and that was one of the best amazing places to learn with PepsiCo. So many wise, amazing friends I made, and I'm so fortunate to be in that learning environment. It's the red resume and Bo Jackson. Yes, yes, I'm sure they appreciated that marketing. So what are some of the biggest challenges you're seeing businesses have with trying to win big and following your three steps? Like what are what are common mistakes that they're making? So I just think that so many of us get wired 
to be mediocrity. So to me, in the animal kingdom, if you and I both were any animal, all you have to do is outrun me to survive that day. Okay? And that to me gets into a really bad habit because there is a day you will be the slowest in the herd. And that day, there's nobody outrun anymore. And that's one of the things I just find is people get so short-term tactical. What they feel is just hitting a number is good enough. But I just think that that's the part of once you see big and see what you're capable of, and that's the part where short-term and long-term has to connect. I also am finding in current terms, some brands, of course, with C-Suite's network, Jeffrey Hazlett, amazing example, is inspiring us all to not you know walk for like run forward but brands are not understanding the games have changed like think if this was an olympics where there's no silver medal no bronze us open there's no prize money for coming second how would you and i play in the finals okay it's it just becomes like you know fighting to win because that spirit i really think is missing and i think it's the mediocrity like we all can be the very best and we're just missing that. Okay, with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? So to me, my biggest challenge is more a personal challenges. It's like there are certain things I like to do. You know, I'm great. You put me in front of a client. I love to listen, solve problems. But at the same time, you know, for a small business, you still have to plan for business tomorrow. And so getting sales, getting in front of the right person, those are always challenges. And again, you know, I'm just, it took me a lot of years to finally get smart. I'm just learning from some people just like you. I've found Chad from ScaleX AI. Like these are incredible people who are telling me it's okay to accept your weakness. But once you accept, then you can add the right service because the world has changed. I really don't have to do everything. Like, for me to start a podcast, if I had to start again, I would have come to you right away, Seth, by saying, dude, take me to mile seven of the marathon. That's where I would love to start because that is the big thing I'm learning is how to accept and go to the right resource like you. That's a great answer. What do you like best about what you do? Oh, to see the glitter in a client's eyes. Because to me, the winning big is the additional promise that we deliver. I'll give an example is a restaurant chain called CC's Pizza. Franchisees have not won for a long time. As we started working with them on their repositioning, segmentation, everything they wanted, you know, it was great. But then we added something more. We found 115 reasons you can choose only this restaurant. And based on that, we helped them with a new tagline. The head of marketing right away called me by saying, Arjun, wow, I never expect expected this and that to me is win big is now this person is we have changed his life forever he did it i was at the right place asking questions that's all i do but that putting that person and dave newman that amazing human being never will think the same act the same and i'm fortunate to be part of that journey it's just like jerry Maguire. i'm that guy whose hand you see in the picture face Better to keep it out of the frame. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about the Secrets to Win Big podcast. So Secrets to Win Big podcast was started with, you know, trying to get a very simple message. 
I attend, I listened to a lot of podcasts, was on a few, quite a few guests, and I just found yours is a very refreshing, very crisp, but at the same time, a lot of podcasts I attended, people do a one-up. You give an answer and somebody just takes you to a level beyond, like the best answer ever was, I have little ego and pride that I know something about pizza, work with Pizza Hut, Domino's, you know, Papa John's, all three. I gave an answer. The person says, you don't know anything. Like, I'm like, wow. And I had to thank him. I said, you know, it was on my bucket list to break my ego on pizza. I said, I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> but what I learned was, one is, world is diverse. We need diversity of opinions. That's the reason, whether it's a 15-year-old or a 20, you know, retired person, it's amazing. And there's a secret on my podcast. I put half a face that reminds me. I'm incomplete without the insight from my guest. And I have three rules. I have to like the person. I'm sorry. You know, for me to talk to a person, I have to like. Second, I have to respect. And the conversation has to be that the, somebody else will pull a chair. And to me, when I was talking to you, my team was like, wow, this guy took us to school on how to do an interview, how to talk on the interview. So again, learning from you, like I'm going to sing this song going forward, you know, be like Seth, be like Seth. I want to be like Seth. So, Wow. All right. Well, you certainly made my day. And I know you've inspired our listeners to think bigger, win bigger, and go beyond as well. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? So to me, I just feel that as we start going forward, I really feel that each one of us need to find that passion in life. And to me, I really find that in this whole journey of consulting, I really feel so proud that I can be the dad. I can be there when my daughter used to come back from school at 4 p.m. And at the same time, so to me, if I have to go back and give advice to that Arjun, that idiot who was stealing time from his daughter, dude, push yourself. You don't have to choose. You can do both. But if you have to do one, is family first. So to me, I really want to share that. And thanks for giving me that opportunity to share that message. That's beautiful. So I know your time is incredibly valuable for our viewers and our listeners who would like to learn more. Where can they go get the book? Where can they listen to Win Big? And where can they learn more about Zen Mango? So just go to zenmango.com. And that's the place you'll find everything. And it's truly an honor. All right, this has been Seth Green with Arjun Sen of zenmango.com. Arjun, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.